Welcome to Joyful Souls, the podcast. I'm Tracy Benson, your host. I am so excited to take this weekly journey with you where we'll take deep dives into real talk with real people living an epically fulfilled existence. We'll give you tips, tools, and strategies that you can use in your everyday life to have more joy, more peace, more love, more connection, more of all the things that really matter. And it's crazily true. When you live like that in alignment, in joy, in peace, just expanding your heart and soul, it's amazing what you manifest and what will just show up at your door. So let's get this trip around the sun started. I'll see you on the flip side. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Joyful Souls, the podcast. I'm your host, Tracy Benson. And today in real time, it's August 16th, 2020. And today's episode, I decided to talk about rituals and patterns and habits and things that get us where we want to go in that realm. I think I've touched on it a little bit before, but I've noticed during the pandemic, things have shifted for a lot of people and they've gotten off track. And when I say off track, I don't necessarily mean off track from their goals and their dreams and their desires, although that's been happening too. A lot of my clients literally kind of unknowingly eliminated some of their rituals that were serving them. Now that happens in a number of ways. Now, when we do a ritual long enough, it becomes a habit. And when we have a habit, it becomes part of our life. However, when big things shift in our life, like having a pandemic and having the country shut down, if your country shut down, having new restrictions, working from home, all these different things, schooling your children from home, all these different things thrown in the mix, sometimes we get off of our habits. Now that manifests in a lot of ways for people. I've seen people regress back in these ways, stress levels increasing, weight increasing. I had that happen to myself. You know, things that we do to take care of ourselves that are our rituals and then become habits and we do them on a daily basis, when those shift, often our emotional, mental health status, our physical status, our health in general shifts. And Sometimes it's for the better. Sometimes when people, some people I know and some of my clients, when this shift happened because they no longer had to commute and they were working from home, they actually started exercising more. They actually started doing some other things, increasing their meditation time, trying new things because they had this newfound time where they normally spent maybe an hour and a half a day on the road going to and from work. They had that time. Others, because of the added stress of maybe having the children at home and having to homeschool them, maybe their time went down. And then other people, sometimes we had to pick up another job or our income was cut. So we had to cut out some of the things that we were doing that are actually good for us. So I'd been talking to a lot of my clients lately and noticing this pattern over the last few months 
And you know, I've talked about it on here about my weight gain. That was a pattern for me because I cut down my exercise time because the gym had closed. And as we got hotter here in the summer, especially, you know, I was still walking in the morning, but I wasn't doing any rigorous exercise, no real, you know, heavy cardiovascular, wasn't doing much of weight training other than body weight. And as I gained weight and got more uncomfortable and more unfit because I wasn't doing the cardiovascular workouts, even all that slowed down. Well, there's one other thing that I realized I hadn't done. So I go to a float spa, which if you don't know what a float spa is, it's literally a pod that's filled with heavily salted water, magnesium sulfate water, And you float in there for an hour or more, and it's a meditation. Now, does that mean you have to do a meditation when there? But it really is because it's a sensory deprivation. You get in there and you can play music the whole time. I choose to play music for the first 10 minutes and it fades out and it goes silent for 45. And then the music comes on for the last five minutes because really it needs to wake me up. I literally fall asleep in there. And I start doing meditation myself because I've had a lot of experience with meditation and I do guided meditations for others. So therefore, I've learned to do them for myself. That was very difficult at first, but I learned to do it. But even if you get in the float pod and you don't do any kind of guided meditation, you just try to calm your mind and your thoughts and you float there for an hour, the benefits you're going to get are tremendous. So I normally go there twice a month. And January was the last time I went. February, I can't remember why I didn't go in February. I think I had something that conflicted. And then they had a problem another time when I had scheduled where the power was out to the building. They called me. And of course, you can't do it with no power. So I missed in February. And then the pandemic hit here heavily in March. And they shut down for a couple of months. Well, I actually then got out of the habit, right? So you're talking already two months without going at all. That's already broken my habit pattern. And I wasn't looking for it to reopen. And why, I don't know, because I enjoy it so much. But I, too, in my particular case, had more more demands on me during the pandemic My business runs from home. Well, all my businesses run from home pretty much for me, my part of them. So I've never had a commute, although I'm out in the field a lot. I do do a lot of work outside my house. So I never had that time to gain. But what I lost was in my real estate, my property management business, we had a lot of issues with tenants who couldn't pay. And so because they couldn't pay, we had paperwork to do and special things to follow because we're trying to help them out. Most of these tenants couldn't pay because they lost their job because of the pandemic. So I had to work with our lawyers a lot, make sure our forms were right. We had to specialty forms for all this stuff. So there was a lot of extra creation and time going on in my world. And so it was easy for me to miss the things that I needed to be doing for myself to keep myself evenly keeled and moving forward in the best manner, bringing my best self to the table all the time. Because if you're not doing self-care, I guarantee you your best self is not showing up most of the time. And that might be, you know, a shock for some of you. 
those of you who really don't do any meditation, maybe you don't exercise, maybe you don't do a float spa, maybe uh, you don't do other things like you know, a rebounder or anything that's just for you. And now if you go to massages, some people do that. You know, I do that too. Facials, those kinds of things are self-care. But I can guarantee you there's some of you listening to me right now that don't do any self-care at all. And you're shortchanging yourself, you're shortchanging your life, you're shortchanging your, your body and your health. Now, does that mean it has to be something that you spend money on? No, there's plenty of free guided meditations online ton of them. And in fact, if you want to reach out to me, I'll point you in the direction of some really awesome ones. There are things that you can do exercising at home, walking, body weight exercises if you don't have gym equipment, stretching yoga online. There's quite a few yoga online things for free right now. A lot of the studios added some free session because of the pandemic. So there are plenty of resources for you to do some self-care. But I've noticed some of my clients were getting more stressed, having more reoccurrence of like challenges that they'd pretty much eliminated in their life previously. So I started putting this all together with them and myself and some of my peers and friends and realized a lot of it has to do with our changing routine during the pandemic. Whether we had to work more like I did or less, or now we're working plus homeschooling our our children, whatever it is, our lives have shifted. And sometimes when we shift, we forget to take the good things with us. There are so many good things that we can do for ourselves But sometimes when we're stressed and things are going on in our life that aren't the usual, we tend to eliminate those when actually we need to build on those and maybe add a few things to, you know, balance out the extra stress, the extra added work, um, the extra, you know, and it may be financial stress, it may be emotional stress, mental stress. A lot of people are dealing with that, especially single people who live alone because they don't have the socialization that we had before, right? You just can't go out and hang out with your friends in public places anymore. And then a lot of your friends may have a loved one who is immunocompromised or is a risk factor or whatever, and so you can't see them at all. I have several friends like that who have either it's them or their spouse, and I haven't seen them in months. So I'm blessed because I live with my husband, One of my sons still lives at home. My daughter-in-law works for me, so I see her every day. And my three grandchildren are here at least Monday through Friday. And sometimes I see them on the weekend too. So I'm super blessed in that category. Uh, And I know there are many who aren't. And so I see the struggles of my friends that are single and my clients that are single and living in this environment. And so what I wanted to talk about today was getting back to those patterns and habits or adding some or starting some if you're not doing it. So I was talking about the float spa and I hadn't been there in months and I actually didn't see the email that said they were back open for business. So last week, well, it was just like four days ago, I spied an email from them and I was like, oh my gosh. They're open, so I made an appointment and went today. What a difference. Just doing that thing that brought me so much 
peace and relaxation and just, you know, basically joy because when I gather, I feel awesome that I got to do that today. And so when I was thinking about my podcast, I had another topic today, but I'm like, you know what? There are other people out there that haven't been, that have dropped some of their stuff off or aren't doing anything for themselves. And now me, because I have a membership at this particular place, now I have a bunch of unused visits. And so I asked when I was there today, can I gift these to people? So I've reached out to several people that I know that could benefit from it in my life. And I'm gifting some of these sessions and I'm hopeful, you know, that they'll use them if they can't afford to continue on their own. Maybe they'll work when they work back to their financial things being straightened out, that they'll work back into it and realize what a benefit it is and how to carve that into their budget. Because it's funny when we make things a must, we'll figure out how to pay for it. Have you ever known, and this is a bad thing to do, I'm not condoning smoking, but have you ever seen a smoker go without cigarettes? regardless of how short on money they are, it doesn't happen because that cigarette is a must in their life. So if we make certain things a must, we can find a way to get it done. Now, I know some of you are saying, you know, that's not always true. And I, and I say, yes, it is. It's a choice. It's whether we're resourceful enough to figure it out. Even if it's reaching out to other friends that go to the float spa on the regular and asking them if they have any extra visits that maybe they're not going to use. And maybe you could, and they're not like me. I have so many now I can never catch up. I'd have to go every day for a month pretty much. <laughs> and it's not, that's not going to happen. I don't have that kind of time in a month, 30 hours to give away from that, nor would it be as beneficial if I did it that often. So you know, there might be some other people in their life that also have a membership that didn't go for a while. And, you know, their membership kept piling up and during this pandemic, and they can give them a few sessions, or they might even say, hey, listen, if you've got any, I know, you know, if you're behind it, you know, I'll pay you, you know, like half price for them. Or even less if they're, you know, if you offered, if one of my friends offered me $10 and I knew that's what they could afford, I'd gladly give it to them. So sometimes it's not a lack of resources, it's a lack of resourcefulness. And sometimes we're embarrassed to ask for things like that. But you know, when you get yourself on a good track and you're mentally and emotionally and physically in good shape, it's amazing how you become more resourceful. And I'm not talking about asking people for things. I'm talking about working it out yourself, finding a way to bring in that extra income, finding a way to eliminate some of the expenses you have that aren't really benefiting you like maybe smoking. That's a pretty expensive habit. And so most of you, any of you that still smoke, if you gave that up, add that up in your budget. I'm going to say an average pack of cigarettes is $10 a day. And if you smoke one, that's $300 a month minimum that you're spending on cigarettes. Now my float spa costs about $100 for two visits a month. All right, so there's one thing. Most of the gyms, you can get a gym membership for less than $25 a month. You can get a fancier gym membership with more benefits, you know, like maybe a swimming pool and different things for maybe $100 a month. Now you still got $100 left to spend on things that are good for you. Maybe you're going to buy organic produce 
because you couldn't afford it before because you were spending so much money on cigarettes. But there's probably something else that you could eliminate from your life as well, like maybe your $10 Starbucks. You know, I know some of you are going, no, I can't give up my Starbucks. But it's all in choices. We make choices on what we spend our money on. And there are programs and different things for other things. And there's plenty of free stuff online. Like I said, you can find yoga for free online now. You can do it in your living room. You can find lots of meditations online that are free. It's very beneficial to you. Other exercise programs that you can look at online and do things at home with no weights. There are uh, local produce groups. There's one here in the Valley in the Phoenix where you pay, I want to say it's 12 bucks and it's locally grown produce. Now I can't guarantee that it's organic, but it's locally grown and you go and they'll give you, I don't know, it's like a hundred pounds of, you know, it's all pre-picked for you, but it's a hundred pounds of produce. If you had all those vegetables that you were getting for that now, yeah, you got to register for it. You got to pay in line and you got to go wait in line and pick it up. But if you had to pay, let's say $150 for that produce, you've just saved $138 that you can do something else good for yourself besides putting good produce in your body. So I just realized, you know, like I said, going today that there's many people out here that have probably fallen off their track of the things that they normally do for themselves. There were a few other things I fell off the track on, but I got back on much quicker. Going out to do things because of the pandemic, it just frankly had slipped my mind. Well, it's not going to anymore because I'm going to make it a habit again and it's going to stay a must. Now, of course, if the business is closed, I cannot do anything about it. That's a whole different other other kettle of fish. That's not in my control. But then I can shift and find something else that serves me. So, I want you to write down the things that you do that are good for yourself. And that includes how you eat. If you're a really awesome, clean eater, give yourself kudos. Most of us aren't. You know, I want you to start looking at the labels of the things that you put in your body. If you go and look at most labels on food, almost everything they're putting refined sugar in these days. Do you know why they're doing that? Because when we eat refined sugar, it makes us crave more and it makes us hungrier. That's part of the reason they give you bread and grain at the beginning of a meal when you go out to a restaurant. I guarantee you that bread has sugar in it and it stimulates your appetite so that by the time they come back to order, you know, ask you for an appetizer, you order that. Then you order your meal. And a lot of times after all that, because they put refined sugar and the other things that you're eating too, you don't believe it, look at the nutrition online for them and look at sugars. When you find out that, you know, a mashed potato has sugar in it. Now they have natural starches, but it's not listed as sugars. It's not a fruit. And so if you see sugar in that, it's added. They add it to gravy. They add it to barbecue. They add it to, even if you go in and look at Chick-fil-A, their grilled chicken nuggets, you'd think those are plain, right? Just two grams of sugar in a serving. So look at what you're eating. Look at what you're putting in your body. Where can you shift that up to put more healthy whole foods in, things that are organic? You know, what can you do? Can you add yoga to your routine? Even if it's a 20-minute stretch, you don't have to do these hour-long things. Some of us don't have the time, especially now we're trying to homeschool our kids and all that. But have your kids do it with you. Get them on good healthy habits. And then meditation. 
is so key. And you can do simple gratitude meditations. Like I said, reach out to me. I'm happy to share the ones I use and guides to many, many more. There's tons of them. If you have an Audible subscription, there are guided meditation books on Audible where you can listen to those. And I suggest you meditate at least a minimum of two times a day when you wake up and before you go to sleep because it helps you put in the right frame of mind for your day. I do gratitude meditation before in the morning and then at night again. And sometimes it's just five minutes if I'm really tired, but I just go to that centered place in my heart and feel all the love for all the things that I have. Because it's amazing, no matter how stressful your day is, when you go into your heart, get out of your head, and are grateful, truly grateful, and full of love for all the things you have. And I don't care who you are on the planet, you can have a hard life, and there are things you're still grateful for. You're grateful for the fact that you're, at least I am, I'm grateful every morning that I wake up, that I have another day on this planet. I'm grateful for my health. And it's not perfect, but I'm still grateful for it because it could be worse. And no matter who you are, it can always be worse. I'm grateful that I have food on my table, that I have a roof over my head, that I have clothes on my back and shoes on my feet. I'm grateful for the people in my life. And when you go to that simple gratitude for even the simplest things like that you're breathing today, It's amazing how your body will shift and how your heart opens up and your mind shuts down all the rhetoric and all the stuff that's swinging about in there that's not serving you. And what a more peaceful way to go to sleep than in that bliss. So anyway, my friends, please reach out to me if you need any other assistance on what kind of rituals you could use in your day to help your life be more fulfilling, more joy-filled, more full of gratitude, more full of love, more full of peace. Peace is a big thing for me, and that's what, what meditation has done for me. It makes me extremely peaceful in a chaotic world. doesn't matter what's going on around me. When I come out of that meditation, it's like, guys know what I mean. And I can't sing. (laughs) Please forgive that awe. But it's just like, that's literally how my body feels and my brain feels. And I'm just ready then to move on and tackle whatever comes next. All right, guys, you just have the most beautiful day ever today when you listen to this. And I am so grateful that you listen to my podcast. And I so love each and every one of you with every fiber and cell in my body. And I'm grateful for each and every one of you. Have a beautiful day. Love you guys. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Joyful Souls Podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback for us, you can reach me directly at Tracy Benson at joyfulsouls.com. Thanks ever so much for listening and have a beautiful day.